Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. I love sharing Torah thoughts, ideas, and messages in all of its wonderful parts and facets. Baruch Hashem, today this is easier than ever before. Please enjoy the following class and the rest of them on my podcast. And follow in order to receive updates daily. Also, please feel free to share this podcast with your friends, family, and neighbors so they could enjoy as well. Now let's move on and learn and grow together. Today, Mishnah Bruro, we're going to learn essentially two sections. We're beginning Simen Yud Aleph at Seif Yud, and we will learn through, at least halfway through, Seif Yud Dalit. We'll finish Seif Yud Dalit tomorrow, Be'ez Hashem, and the Simen. But the two sections we're going to deal with is first, if Tzitzis got damaged and you lost the requisite amount, as well as an issue that could come up with this Orliza, which is some sort of an extension on a garment. And the second section we're going to deal with is the appropriate placement of the tzitzis on the garment and the procedure of the knots and the loops properly. So let's begin. We're holding at Simen Yud, Aleph, Seif Yud. The Shulchan tells us that if the tzitzis were put properly, a kesher gudel from the end of it, and then Mishnabura says, after you've already done the first loops, and you knotted it, l'chayra, it lost, we'll learn that later actually, it lost some of its length, the erev, meaning some of the garment was torn off, until it's less than Kesher Gudal. So Mishabura says, or if the hole itself, <coughs> that the tzitzis were inside of Tor, so it became pulled down closer to the end of the garment, the, the tzitzis are still kosher because it had the right measurement, meaning it was placed in the right area, when it was placed on the corner of the garment. And Mishabura says, this is the akpada of the Pasuk, meaning the akpada is, it has to be put in kash, in a kosher way on the garment. But if it was torn after, that shouldn't be an issue, at least it would be acceptable as is. But, says the Mishnah this would only be acceptable for those tzitzis that are already on the garment. If you wanted to put new tzitzis on, those garment, on the garment, you'd have to first fix the garment and then put the new tzitzis on that garment. The Ramah says, it's a custom to reinforce the hole in the bottom of the beged because of this potential issue. As the Mishnah says, it may t- tear either the bottom of the garment or in the hole, people would mistakenly suspect that they're puzzle because they won't realize that it's acceptable if it tears after the fact. So reinforce it so that it doesn't happen uh, in an ideal situation. Shulchan Aruch continues. And he says there's a debate. Um, there's a debate if you need Kesher Gudal uh, also in the width of the garment, which the Mishnah Burak clarifies is the part that covers the head to feet. Or if you only need this Kesher Gudal measurement in the length, which is, as the Mishabur says, the area you wrap around your body. However, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that it appears we should require for both the length and the width, this Kesher Gudal measurement from the end. And Mishabur says, certainly, it, couldn't be, it wouldn't be able to be above three fingers, either in the length or the width, because that would be the Beged and not the corners of the Beged. Moving on now to Seif Yud Aleph. The Shulchan Aruch tells us if there's this extension at the end of the uh, garment, 
where you have the strings that go straight, but not the cross strings. In Shabur Shulchan Aruch, it's called Orliza. Shabur says this would apply both in the length or the width of the garment. So you don't have the Erev strings, but you have the extended strings. The tzitzit should not be placed on them, because that's not considered part of the garment. But it is included when you calculate the measurements of Kesher Gudal and three fingers, says the Shulchan Aruch. Meaning where the hole is in the garment, it has to be more than Kesher Gudal away from that, but not more than three fingers away from that. So this makes it a little bit complicated. The Ramah says it's best to measure the Kesher Gudal without it, three fingers with it. So I mean, you disregard it for Kesher Gudal, but you do include it in terms of the three fingers that it can't be from the end, edge of the garment, more than that. Mishnah Bruz just concludes if the extension is thicker, so now you have like two or three fingers in this extended part that's not part of the garment, you should cut some off, or at least in the place of the corners, so when you put the tzitzis on, they're done bikashras based on the garment as is now. Okay, moving on now to the second section of the day. We're going to talk now about stringing the garment. We begin with se'if yud beis. Shulchan Aruch tells us that when it comes to stringing the tzitzis on the garment, um, on the garment, that you should take four strings that are doubled up, which becomes a total of eight. means when you tie it together. Shavur explains why is this, because the Pasuk says gedilim, which would imply four strings, and pasil means that it's doubled over, hence you have eight in the concluding uh, process. Now if you add more strings, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that will be pasil. As Mishabur says, that will be an issue of baltaisif. However, others, notably the gra, included amongst them, say it would only be baltaisif if you include other materials, not the material you're using for the tzitzis in the garment. Um, if you have extra, if it has extra tzitzis on it, sorry, based on that, you could wear them, but you should fix as soon as possible. Now, less, he says, certainly, Mishnah says, certainly, it would be possible, it would be sigra, you can't de- 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 detract from the mitzvah, that would be agreed upon. Now, back in the Shulchan Aruch, Lechatchila says the Mishabri understands you should cut the four strings in the Shulchan Aruch before you insert them in the corner. And Mishabri says yeah, there's a minute to cut it with your teeth, not with a metal implement. I saw in the Dirshu this is a similar idea to not using a metal implement on the Mizbeach. However, there's a debate if this is only when you initially cut them to be used, or even if you'd want to shorten them later, would you also have to use your teeth? Some say then you could actually use a metal implement. Now, Mishnah Bruce says, Evid, if you didn't cut them before inserting them in the garment, <coughs> now we're into Sif Yud Gimel, so certainly you would need to cut them before at least creating loops, as we'll see momentarily what that means, because if you made one loop, which Mishnah Bruce clarifies is three loops of the long, longer string around the rest of the seven strings, and you made a knot, Mishnah Bruce says, which means a double knot, after the loops you created, and then you cut it, that would be possible because that's ta'asev v'leimena asoy. Mishabur says because this would be the sufficient amount to be yaitzah da'iraisa and tzitzis, which we'll clarify in the next si'if. Mishabur says ideally though you should cut before any part of the process because that's the, the more ideal approach in the first place. Now, back in the Shulchan Aruch. So the Shulchan Aruch tells us now in si'if yodalad. Shabura tells us that was the Sif Yud Gimel. Sif Yud Dalid. Now, what do we do in terms of the actual process of stringing and knotting? So, take four strings on each side of the knot, of the hole, excuse me, double them up and make a knot, double knot, then loop around 
with the longer string, the other seven, make a few loops, which we'll see momentarily exactly what that is, and you should repeat this process until you have five double knots and four looped areas in between. Now, Shulchan says there's really no specific amount of loops that's necessary, as Mishabura says, on a Dairaisa level, or knots for that matter, although there is a symbolism of five books of Torah for the amount of knots, and if it's, since they're doubled, it's ten spheres of Hashem, and those would be considered mitzmina muvchar to do that. However, in the Shulchan Aruch, back in the Shulchan Aruch, he says, the knot and loop areas should be four gudalim, and the extended strings that follow the knot and loop area should be eight. And the Mishabura clarifies like this, minat Torah, really, you need a looped area, because the Pasuk says gedil, and you need loose strings, or a tied area, and you need loose strings, which is tzitzis, that extend from that looped and tied area. But based on that, it will be sufficient with three loops, a double knot, and some say maybe a knot, double knot before also, and that would be the sufficient amount just to be yaitz on a dairaisa level. And actually, Mishabur says, if it's Erev Shabbos and you don't have time to properly string your tzitzis, you can rely on such a minimal amount of preparation. But you should fix right after Shabbos because you would be being over on uh, the words of the Chachamim. However, says Mishabur, Midra Banan, Shulchan Aruch saying, since the Meikar Adin, you need, we're saying at least you need 12 gudalim in your tzitzis strings. So Noi Mitzvah would be to say four of the Gudalim should be attributed to the tied and looped area, and eight should be the split open strings that follow. Now, even if he tied most of it, it would be kosher, because again, that's not level. However, the Shabura does say if it was t- entirely tied, so then you wouldn't be yaitz at all this Indian of tzitzis, and therefore it would be problematic. The Raya Mehemna also says that the space of the area of the loops should be, all of them should be gud- a gudal. Right, a thumbs amount. So now, based on that, as we'll learn momentarily, we're actually going to learn tomorrow, we're going to stop halfway through Yadalid, there, there were more loops as you go farther down the tzitzis. So therefore, actually, the, the loops would be farther apart in the beginning and then closer as you go farther into the tzitzis string, based on that Raya Mehemna. Now, we'll just conclude with this. The Ramah says, if the tzitzis were longer than 12 gudalim, you should keep the ratio one-third the tied and looped area, two-thirds of the open tzitzis area. And Mishabura says again, but just to emphasize, it would be acceptable with the Evid without this, as long as you had, again, the gedil, you had the tied looped area, and the tzitzis, which is the open loose strings area. Now, we're going to stop here, although the Shulchan Aruch in Seif Yudalid does go on to explain what the minog is in terms of the number of loops, again, which is not midairaisa, but it is a minog, and uh, Be'ezer Hashem will pick up with that tomorrow, we'll finish if you if you dalid and finish the simon and start Be'ezer Hashem, the next simon, simon you'd base as well. Everybody have a wonderful day.